Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Hey, we have our second annual Halloween get-together with Angie. Hello, Angie, and welcome to the program. Yes, I I can't. Oh, I can hear myself now. Can you hear yourself now? Or is this place haunted? This place is probably haunted. I have spent the night here during some storms, and uh, yeah, I know there's some strange. Makes me a little nervous. People have said that um, you know they're from the past. There's so many people that have worked here and passed on that uh, once in a while they pay us a visit. Yeah, I kind of believe that. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's better to believe it in the middle of a nice sunny day, though, than well, when you're spending com- the night here. <laughs> I don't come in at night, so that's okay. I worked overnights for a while. I was perfectly fine with that. I wanted, I wanted to ask you about, we were talking yeah. about old Halloween traditions. Remember, did you ever play bobbing for apples? Yes, we did, because that was perfectly fine to just, you know, get spit all over an apple and let someone else go after I it. know, isn't that amazing? <laughs> or drown doing it, no. I, no one ever drowned. I thought about that the other day, and I, I played that one time, never thought twice about it. Now I would go, are you kidding? I, yeah, we played it. I never really, I'm not one to like going underwater um, without holding my nose, even as a, a 60-year-old woman. So I don't, back when I was a kid, I didn't like it any better, no. but I would play. I, I don't like play. to go underwater either, but no, I, don't I, like I didn't it. even care if I got the apple. I just wanted to get out of there. Plus, I don't, yeah, I don't really apples, you know. I don't have to work that hard for an apple. My mom always had apples in the house and oranges. Yeah, why would you Lots have to fruit. dive for it, right? It's all about the competition, Stu. That was, at, uh, that was at Jeannie's house. I had a crush on her, so I went and her Halloween party and bobbed for apples, huh. which was the last time I did that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. For and girl. also, um, did you ever have a, what do they call candy apples? Uh, do those wreak havoc on my teeth, yeah. Those were awful. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that I did ate some of those things as a kid. I, I don't think I ever did. I, I yeah. don't know why. I don't recall. Maybe I would you know, look at the outside of the candy apple, but you know, candy to bite apple, through. No. I can't imagine. I don't remember ever doing that, although they were around. And the, the caramel apples, too, everywhere people had them. I couldn't stick to your teeth. If you had fillings, I didn't when I was a kid. I do now, but they would pull them out. Yeah. No, it was terrible. Halloween was dangerous, Stu. Hmm. <laughs> There he I was reading about this uh, dentist who says he thinks that everybody, when they get their candy home, should eat all of it at once and then don't eat any more. <laughs> wow. So just binge and... Binge. Maybe in the long uh, run it's you, better for you. You probably purge if you binge that much candy. It depends when you, you could, come to my house. And you could brush for hours and then you'd be all set. <laughs> like we're not gonna... That sounds like terrible advice. I don't think five out of six dentists would approve. Or yeah, nine out of ten. Actually, my dentist was so whacked that after he uh, checked my teeth, he'd give me a lollipop after. Of course, yeah. Because he wanted me to come back. So <laughs> His name was Dr. Preves. Um, he was terribly, he hurt me terribly. Oh, my. Yeah, but I, that's okay. I'm over it. Okay. You don't sound like you're over it, though, no, Stu. We might have to have a chat stick, about this later. in my mind. Oh, yeah. So you have a, a list of... Um, so, you know, I, Connecticut I is not vanilla when it comes to haunting. It most certainly is not. I don't think anywhere in New England is, or yeah. maybe anywhere in the world for that matter. But we tend to have a lot of little haunted places tucked away. I don't know if anyone's been to some of these. But before we do that, do yeah. you believe in ghosts? <laughs> yes. But if I've ever seen one, no. I've never seen one, but I've gotten a lot of ghost stories. Yes. Do you ever have, have a friend that you feel is, you know, got it all together that told you they saw her ghost oh, yeah, or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a very good friend who happens to be a psychic, actually, and she's very, very, really? very good. And um, and a Reiki master and a healer and a shaman. She's she's <laughs> wonderful. And so and, and I do believe that, I do believe that she says, without a doubt, 
without a doubt. That's what faith is when you have faith in your friends. It's it's a real thing. I know people mm-hmm. don't believe. They don't have to. Am I here changing one's mind? No, that's true. I mean, I, I have two friends that told me they were actually taken aboard um, a space vehicle mm-hmm. for 24 hours. Both of them told me that story. And, hey... Better than, I mean, I want a little advance notice. Yeah, I don't really want to, I don't, I'm kind of afraid of heights. Uh, that's, kind of, that's kind of weird. Like, where you been? Oh, you'll never believe this one. But I think that people tend to hold back on telling you. Mm-hmm. There's so many other things that are actually true in life that you would never think 20 years ago that we'd be holding computers in our hands or 30 years yeah, ago with our telephones. And, and, you know, it doesn't mean I believe everything that comes down the pike, you know. But, uh, but I, I don't see why we wouldn't tell somebody. Uh, I mean, these days, it's not uncommon anymore. No, open your mind. I yeah, mean, it, there's no reason to keep it so close. Throw a Frisbee in there. Oh, a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those, those Frisbees. So uh, you've got a list of uh, places that allegedly have been considered haunted in Connecticut. Yes, a few that are nearby, and I've been to, but I, I didn't notice. You've probably been to the Captain Daniel Packer Inn. Yes, that one I noticed on the list you showed me. I've been there a number of times. An old sea captain ghost is said to sometimes move things around in the restaurant. I don't know how. Unless you see him, you know. Well, he wasn't a captain. He could have been a first mate. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do I know about seafarers? But uh, that's one. And that and that kind of makes sense. Mystic seems like a very haunted. Any seafaring town seems mm-hmm. particularly haunted. Captains particularly like to come back for a little visit, I think. Yeah, because they were the boss. So they want to make sure you know yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that they're still around. Uh, but I've, I've, I've been there to eat, but I've never seen anything. This one I've, I've never heard of. There's one... Um, that's right up in Pomfret. Pomfret? That's how you pronounce it, right? Mm-hmm. It's called, I, I apologize if I'm saying it wrong, it's called Barahawk. It was established as a settlement in the 18th century by, get this name, Obadiah Higginbottom and Jonathan Randall. They came from Rhode Island, they started a community to honor their Welsh heritage, and then like so many things happened in New England, hardship, and it was abandoned, and it's been desolate for the past 125 years. It's been dubbed the Village of Ghostly Voices. Now, I, I've never heard of this one. It's on Taft Pond Road in Pomfret. Have you? No, but I like Hogadab and Higginbottom. <laughs> no, it's Ob- Obadi- Obadiah Hig- Higginbottom. It's like a Hagendaz <laughs> But it sounds like there's way too many too many syllables in his name. But uh, yeah, Jonathan Randall's easier to say. So I don't know. Abandoned villages, I say, stay away. <laughs> okay. Stay would away. You, would you buy a house that uh, somebody said, you know, people say who've lived there, it's haunted? No. You wouldn't buy a house. Okay. <laughs> I, would, I would not. I would not. Even though I believe that a lot of spirits, if that's what you want to call them. Are not bad. Are, yes, exactly. They're just leftovers mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, kind of work, they're trying to work things out. Well, a survey says, Angie, mm-hmm. by a realtor, 33% of people have lived in a haunted house or one that might have been haunted. 63% of people would be willing to buy a haunted house if they could get it. For less than full market price. Ah, uh-huh. it's all about money. Mm. 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 I'll get scared for a little less money. Warning signs of a possible haunting. Cemetery on the property, Ah. Uh-huh. 61%, followed by a home being at least a century old, 50%, and a very low price, 45%, and close to a battlefield. Okay, yeah. Um, I had a... a- 
I don't know, should I talk about this? Sure. Sure. Um, the Ooh. house I live in that, that I bought with my sister, the owner, previous owner, died in the driveway. And mm-hmm. um, that would have been, I, I think that that might have been something that would have held me back, but I have never sensed her presence. So apparently she's okay with what we did to the house or that she's okay with us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that I didn't really hesitate at all. I said that was a very sad story, but I, uh, yeah. Some people are... Uh but they didn't say it was haunted. Just Some people are very strange about that. You know, if somebody's been deceased in a home, uh, I had, uh, I have a friend who uh, was selling a house that he had that he rented, and the people, um, they had a fire. Oh. And the young boy died in the fire, and then he, uh, he re- you know, he did some renovation in the house, but, you know, it was like, should I do this? And it's, it's a weird feeling. I guess that's what you can live with, I, I, and I think. And after a while, I think you just don't, I and, think you forget about it. And I do believe in certain states, I don't know if Connecticut's one of them, I don't know much about real estate, but you have to disclose if, I don't know, if a death or an actual murder. Really? That's place. interesting. I'm not sure if it has to be just natural death or if it, it has to be something mm-hmm. very untoward, you know. I guess you really have to be dying to buy the house. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Okay. I have a, I have a, I'm got a drum kit. I'll be good. Nearby. So where else should we visit for a little haunting? Not a lot of haunting, just a little haunting. Just a little haunting? Mm. Well, let's see. Hartford's Mark Twain house is was recently named one of the most haunted places in the U.S. Really? I lived up there when I worked in Hartford, right, right down the road. I never went inside, though. Oh. I've never been inside Mark Twain house. Have you? No, no, not at all. I didn't know him that well. <laughs> So, was, he, so was he still alive when you were born, too? Because I'm thinking no. <laughs> so um, why didn't you go in the house? Were they having a tour or something? They, I, I don't even know if they have tours. They must. I, I think I really was just, you know, just not interested. I was younger and probably not interested enough in, mm-hmm. in something like the history, even though Mark Twain is, you know, a renowned author, Samuel Clemens. We all know who he is. But I don't know. I walk around the grounds. But I, I never went. So is Mr. Twain supposed to be come back once in a while? And know, this one doesn't. It didn't give any uh, insight uh, okay. to what the haunt, what the haunting, what the haunting mm-hmm. actually entails. I'm going to have to look that up because I'm kind of curious. He didn't live there long, as I recall. If I know my history, he didn't live in Hartford very long, but he did live there. Mm. And what else? We oh Mansfield Training School and Hospital. A lot of people are familiar with that one. Part of the Stores campus now. Yeah, and that I think anywhere that was a. Uh, uh, a hospital for people who are mentally ill it tends to have an aura of haunting. Not because of them, but because of the treatment. So do they have uh, these places, do they have actual witnesses that say, you know, what they saw exactly? Because the, there's different variations of uh, ghostly feelings. You're and, right. Some of the people at Mansfield Training School said they've disembodied voices is common and spirit mists. Spirit mists. That's a hard one to say. Mm-hmm. My, my sibilant S. Spirit mists. So that that could be, you know, fog, or it could be something else. Yeah. Interesting. And then Seaside, of course, that used to be a sanatorium, which is now a state park down in Waterford. And I haven't been there in years. It's, uh, you can't get into the buildings, but the grounds are open to the public. There has been some talk that people who buy land where they were grave sites for Native Americans, and uh, there's... Feelings of haunting or feelings of uh, madness or something? I would think so. You know where I would? I used to have that feeling? I lived in Groton Bank, and when I go up to the fort, uh, Fort Griswold, and you can walk up there, you know, it was right in the neighborhood, I would feel, like, dizzy. 
Does that make sense to you? Kind of like the mm-hmm. ground was humming and a little dizzy. Although EB was right down the street, so it could have been something to do with that. <laughs> but I, I always kind of felt a little off when I was when I was there. You know, people have visited the. Uh, was it West Virginia where they had all the Civil War fighting and yeah. the Greens, and they they would tell me that they they had a strange feeling when they were there. I don't know if it's just something in their mind, but you can almost feel like something really hap- terrible was going on there. It's uh, I, I, Like I said, I believe a lot of that stuff. And when I like to watch things on TV, I do like to watch the ones that are more haunting than gruesome, you know, like yeah. TV shows. I've got a, a list for you to tell our audience after we take a break okay. of uh, the scariest movies. Ah. Consider this and the uh, see if some of your favorites are on here. And you two folks out there, if you want to get into our Halloween conversation, Angie and I, you know, we're here every year to scare people. So <laughs> It's our lot in life. Stick around. Angie with our annual Halloween get-together. Yeah, it's a beautiful afternoon. It doesn't look too Halloweenish it's out there. It's the best time to talk about spooky things. Yes, of course. It Glad is. Glad you said that. <laughs> so, Although I'm not looking over my shoulder right now. When you were little Angie. Yes. Were you afraid of anything? Like, uh, I was afraid of the, the dark. I didn't want to go to bed if the lights were, uh, unless the lights were on. Mm-hmm. And uh, Boogeyman. You were. Yeah. Uh, I was afraid of real things like spiders. Spiders, okay. And thing. the Manson family. Yeah, boy, that would scare the <laughs> heck out of you. I was too young to know about it, but, I, but I've, always, about it. I've yeah. always been one to pay attention and read and, and, and watch what was going on around me. Yeah, I, I remember being t- terrified. Of course, that's real. We're not talking about real-time awful things. We're yeah, talking about things. But it was the boogeyman. Well, yeah, Manson pretty much was the boogeyman. Was the boogeyman under the bed? No, he was in, uh, see, we, were, we lived in a bunch of building complex, and down there there was a like a cellar where the janitor used to put his stuff in, and they went in there one time, and the people would say, don't go in there, the boogeyman's in there, because it's all the kinds of weird, talk about creatures. <laughs> and know? that was it, and it kept you up what, at night? The, yeah, well, sometimes that was the one, but, I mean, we had to deal with a lot growing up. We had to deal with, uh, you know, of course, Santa was great. I didn't understand the Sandman. That was ridiculous. Uh, so that could be frankly terrifying. That's terrifying. I know a lot of kids, uh, they were afraid somebody was in the closet, yeah. hanging around the closet. and uh, <laughs> Closets. But, Closets no, but not you. It was just spiders. and the Spiders and, and then in, in, in real life scary Real life situations. Things. Yeah. And I always found, though, that it covers, and I do this now. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to admit this, that when I sleep, no matter how hot it is out, I always cover all the way up to my eyes, even if it's just a sheet, mm-hmm. because I don't want I don't want ghosts to touch me while I'm asleep. Well, there you go. <laughs> so it, I am. It's not a fear as much as just a, it's a precaution. It's a precautionary so measure. So you're human. I'm glad you. <laughs> I I'm certainly you, am. I'm not fearless by any means. Uh, after this segment, I will book several other sessions with you <laughs> because we've made a lot of progress here. We have. We have. What is it? Why do we uh, people love these horror movies so much? I don't. I can't handle the slash I, stuff. I'm not so much with the slasher movies yeah. myself. After we go over this list, I, I, I will tell you which ones I like. Okay, these are the... But these are the scariest. You've made this list some of the five scariest top five. And everyone can disagree. I, I don't know this is the list. I would say The Exorcist, which is at number one, is probably spot on. Did you ever see it? I did. Not not when it came out. I was too young. But I never saw the whole thing, just a little bit. <laughs> it, it was... It was 
uh, yeah, it's disturbing. The new one that came out, I think that flopped. I think it's already been out. And it's, oh, really? It's okay. come and gone, the sequel. But yeah, I still won't go back and watch that one. No. Mm. I've seen it once. I just never, because I used to read about people and... Uh, Really, were very disturbed for a very long time after they watched it. They were, in fact, in the theaters. Yes, yeah. they were to so, uh, leave, be ill, and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's one of the Freddy, mm-hmm. Freddy ones. Freddy Krueger. Huh? Yeah, I never saw that either. Isn't that odd? That would have been right in, in yeah. my age group, and I was never interested. The Shining, yes, because I'm a big Stephen King fan. Oh yeah, I did see seen that a few times. Yeah. Here's Johnny. <laughs> And uh, Halloween, because that was high school, and everyone mm-hmm. went to see that and when it came out. I saw it twice, I believe. What about the friends. sequels? There's about five of them. I've seen maybe one, mm-hmm. maybe two, you know, if I have nothing else to the watch. The last one um, is supposed to be when she really finishes them off. Right, and, and Jamie Lee Curtis is back. So I was, maybe I should see that one, get some closure. Yeah, they all seem like there's closure, but uh, it depends on how much money it made, right? That's right. Never say it's over when it comes to Michael Myers. And then they have a Silence of the Lambs on here, which is scary, but that's not... It's not spooky scary. That's real life. That's, which is really scary. Real scary, life yeah. is and really And that's what I like to get away from, something that <clears> could actually, every day, everyday life can be terrifying. I don't mm-hmm. need, I don't need to. You don't need to uh, make believe. Well, at least you know that it's allegedly make believe. Yeah, allegedly. Although, uh, but we won't get into that because we don't want to give people extra no. nightmares. No, yeah. You know, this is enough nightmares. It is. Let me take a call here for Ange and me. Yeah. Or Ange and I. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. Hello. Are you going to talk to us, or I thought I heard somebody in the background. Maybe they're trying to get to us from the other side, Stu. Are you from the other side? Would you please come forward? Because uh, oh, no, not it. Oh well. Well, I I like well like my my go to when it comes to watching scary things on television. Mm -hmm. My hearing voices are. I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what? What did that, that woman just say? I just heard a woman say I something. I thought I heard something, too. Oh, okay, here we go. Now we're scaring ourselves. <clears throat> um, I enjoyed the series on Netflix, The Haunting Series. I don't know if, if you have no, Netflix. No, I haven't seen that. The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting oh, of Oh, those. Lime yeah, Manor. I like those. Now the new one is The Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, they have, they're a little gory, but I like the way they take takes on other old novels and... I never get enough of Haunted House ones. I like Haunted and, House and ones. And those, those especially, I, I, I like. The so. question is why, when they say, don't go in that door, everybody goes in that room. Of course. And never say, I'll be right back. Standard. That would, be, that would be the end of the film. Don't ever go upstairs and go into that room. Okay, okay. Plus, we get the music, which you don't get when the yeah. actors are doing it or when you're I know. in an actual haunted house. You don't have the music in the background. Don't be stupid. It's a beautiful house. Why do you have to go in that room? People people always do what they're not supposed to. I know. W-I-C-H-I. Hey, how about um, Poltergeist and Amityville Horror? Okay. Mm. Yep. Those are two. Those frightened me. Right. They, um, and I've seen, I've told Stu this before, I've seen all of the Halloweens, mm-hmm. all of the Freddy Kruegers. <laughs> Um, I don't like the slasher movies either. I like a little bit of suspense. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. and then don't forget about the Lighthouse Inn. Did you mention that? I did. How did I forget the Lighthouse Inn? That wasn't on know, the list, but, but I, sh- I should yeah, know that. Please, yeah, that's, that's right. what you're here for. It's have supposed you ex- to have a lot of ghosts. Have yeah. you experienced anything there? 
Um, no, but been there many, many times, yeah. but I did see that on TV. It was one of those haunted house things, and they portrayed that, and I thought, oh, this is cool. Like they did that with the with you know, ghost hunters out on the, um, yep. the, the lighthouse. The, Some lady fell down this, I don't even know, who knows, but it was, yeah. But Exorcist was a good one, but um, <laughs> the birds were, were was good for me, but anything Hitchcock wasn't like completely scary? No, not at all. No, yeah. but, no, but no. I, I did like Hitchcock. But I'll tell you, the, uh, the the actress who was in uh, Tippy Tippy Hendren? Uh, yeah. really was freaked out by the whole thing and actually got hurt. Yes. So it was scary was for her. the worst part when she went up in the attic and you know, mm. something's going to happen. Well, why are you going up there? She hears a <laughs> yeah, noise well, and these, then all the... These people, people don't get it. Yeah, don't There's no common sense. And she did it anyway. <laughs> I do believe Alfred Hitchcock was responsible for releasing live birds and she didn't know about it. He turns out he wasn't like such a great guy. He's a good, no. good director. He blonde, so that was his thing. Yeah. He, liked he, he, about him. he used to scare his blondes too a lot. Yeah. He's, All right. Thank so you very much. Spooky and scary. Uh, bring it on. All right. You got it. <laughs> okay. Lighthouse Inn. IWICH. The Lighthouse Inn. Yeah. We've heard things about that. Yeah. Yep, I've eaten there, and, you know. Yeah, it was all right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. I, I didn't have any done. weird feelings? I've never... Uh, when you no. got the check? No. None of the women. <laughs> no, none of that, except trying to avoid it, yeah. No, I... I yeah, I'm trying to think. I've been to some of these places. Devil's Hop Yard as mm-hmm. well, and um, I... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Some people, I guess, are tuned in. I, I've got a... Right. You have a few more uh, stats there on something. Uh, I do. You, on your sheet? And then I want to ask you a little bit about your friend who you say is a psychic. Okay. What, what's the uh, stats we're looking at? Let's see. We we saw the uh, scariest movies. Yeah. Is there some other things they had on there? Uh, let's see. There the, were some... The emails came in. Halloween about, hookups. No, I don't think we're going to go that Halloween one. Halloween hookups. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, you had mentioned the haunted houses that people think they've moved yeah, okay. in there. Uh, I think I had some other ones here somewhere. The candy. Let's take this call. Maybe it'll be a ghost. <laughs> Hi, welcome. You're on the air. The Captain Grant's in, in Preston. What's, what's the story there? Yeah, what about it? A uh, uh, young girl that uh, I believe her name was Adeline. Mm-hmm. She had, uh, she had um, gotten killed in the, uh, in the uh, inn. And people have actually seen her? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people won't stay in one particular bedroom in the inn. Ah. They're the smart ones, the ones that don't go in that room. They call it the uh, Adeline room. Even if it gives you a discount, they won't stay in there. We stayed there. Huh? And? No? Did you feel and, uh, anything? Well, my wife had to sleep with the lights on. <laughs> I don't blame her. No judgment here. Uh, I just figured I'd uh, mention that one. Thank you. You're a daredevil. (laughs) All right, have a good one. Thank you. Happy Halloween. I really used to think when we lived in Griswold that there were footsteps in the house. I, I heard footsteps. You ever hear any? any? No. Things like that, yes. Um, your, your your rational mind will explain those away, but that doesn't mean that that's not Well, true, they say your house happen. is uh, moving and shrinking all the time, right. but it doesn't. shouldn't sound like footsteps, no. should it? No, especially loud footsteps or slamming doors when no doors are Definitely sounded that kind like of stuff. Uh, yeah. footsteps. Hmm. Well, people talk about old homes, but I don't, I think even... New ones? Yeah, I think that any place can be haunted. Any person can be haunted. 
depends mm. on your definition of hot. Now, you have a psychic friend who's into... I do. What else is she into? Um, Reiki. She's a Reiki master and a shaman. She's very uh, a healer. She's uh, She's been doing this for decades, and she's... Um, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to... No, don't say her name, but tell me about... But it uh, is her business. It is what she does. Tell me about the healing. Uh, have you ever seen... What are you looking at? You're oh, I'm looking doing, over there. I'm doing 10 things. I'm looking at the phone. I'm oh, doing 10 things at once. He's doing radio stuff. I yeah. thought... Looking over his shoulder. In my other like, li- I don't see that. What are you, what are you in looking at? In my other life, I was a bobblehead doll. <laughs> no, I'm looking at the phones here. Okay, well, that makes sense. Obviously, I know how to run a board. Not not like you do with so many calls coming in. But I am interested in your... Uh, yeah, well, she's made a business of it. I, have, uh, I haven't personally gone for readings from her, but friends mm-hmm. of mine have. And um, it can be really healing, especially if you've lost somebody and... Um, oh, healing from sadness. Yeah, but she doesn't do illnesses. No. Well, I'm not sure exactly. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak for. Her, but I imagine a lot of things she does do. You know, depends on wh- what you believe, how in tune you are with your own body, and and. Does she do anything with reincarnation? Uh, n- I I haven't really talked to her about reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if. I think it's more afterlife with her, but I, but I don't know. She had a friend who was a hypnotist and did a lot with reincarnation, and I even witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Somebody that I went with, and it was like, pff, unbelievable. Hi, W-I-C-H. Hi, how you doing? We're doing good. We're having fun. little pre-Halloween beautiful. stuff. It's a beautiful day out today, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes, reincarnation is beautiful. I hope everybody knows about subtle body and energy, because it's a very important thing in this world right now. Okay, do you believe in ghosts and all of uh, those things? Absolutely. Energy never dies, you know what I'm saying? There you go. That's that's what it is. Sometimes I don't have much energy during the day. <laughs> mine, uh, mine does. Yeah, me neither. I know. There's a lot going on. So, a lot uh, of uh, um, vampires out here. Oh, well, there's a lot of vampires in the world. They call them, um, uh, you know, have other names for them, who, yeah. who, who suck your soul dry. Yeah, because yeah, life force suckers. <laughs> so yeah. do, you, do you have any specific stories where you've said, oh, I've seen a ghost or something? Or? Uh, yeah, multiple times in a lot of houses. And what forms? Uh, they are definitely apparitions. Okay, wow. See, no, no, I'm, I believe him. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. I? Why would he lie? Mm-hmm. No, I would never lie. Uh, what about crystals and uh, energy transfer and stuff like that? No. Transmutation? Yeah, I mean, I used to be more into that. I keep crystals, certain kinds, but, mm-hmm. you know, I there's so much out there, and I'm not saying pick and choose, but it is it is okay to cherry-pick the things that keep you grounded. So, mm-hmm. right, Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. I've tried everything, Angie. Everything. Transcendental meditation, Ekankar. I don't know if you ever heard of Ekankar. What's Ekankar? Ekankar is you you go into kind of a trance and you allegedly leave your body and you can meet other souls uh, that were in your life and uh, that's fascinating. When did you do that? When in the oh many years 70s? ago? Yeah, I went in the seventies <laughs> and uh, in the seventies a lot of and I sat too. on this couch and I I want to try everything and I tried it and um, I was getting relaxed and they had a cat in the house and the cat jumped on my back and that was just screwed everything up. It's like. <laughs> Okay. I have uh, friends that have been hypnotized, but I'm not a good subject. I've never been hypnotized. No, I mean, I was relaxed very much. 
and I learned a little bit of self-hypnosis, but I was never kind of the type of person they would bring up on the stage, and I'd become a chicken. Ah. Uh, you know? Maybe because you were afraid that you were going to become a chicken. No, I... Being a, humiliated has always been one of I my biggest fears. Ho- I was a groundhog once, but that was... <laughs> I don't even know how to do a groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> do they make a noise? It's not fun. You just... You get notoriety once a year, and that's it. And Nobody that's it. cares. You don't about talk. You. you don't. You don't have any special skills. You just. You just. So, are you going to get? Uh, do you get the trick or treaters where you live? Very few. You don't get anybody. Yeah. Uh, no, but we decorate this year. We decorate. My sister and I decorate because, especially in this world we live in, where the real world can be scarier than Halloween, we like it's. it's have a little fun. It's uh, uh, get away from. And the, every year we introduce a new item, and this year we get an old bicycle and we painted it. Uh, orange and black and we put a posable full-size skeleton on it with a skeleton cat riding in the front he's got a machete and they're chasing these flamingos and we got black flamingos running along with him and this little skeleton on a little trike riding next to him i'd be afraid to (laughs) ask for candy at your house (laughs) oh it's done with a little bit of whimsy that's the word whimsy you do it with a little bit of whimsy you're okay i tell when i was a kid i looked forward to it so much yeah i did it was amazing you know Oh, it's August, almost Halloween time. We used to do that when, when my kids were little. I used to do that, the two of them on the bed, mm-hmm. and we'd start talking about costumes in, in August. Yeah, and, and of course. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else, whoops, I lost somebody there. And as usual, I would come home with a bag of candy and see how much my sister got. She has to see how much I got. And mm-hmm. Then we'd count it and make sure nobody <laughs> took the good ones. And, uh, and I would eat candy like a... Oh yeah, and I'd wake up. I have the stomach aches, and yep. it was all worth it. It was a it wonderful was. thing. It's not something we did that often. We didn't. We had it easy Halloween because we'd go from building to building where there were so many rentals. Aha! Uh-huh. And uh, one time there were like five of us going around, and there was this gentleman. He was in his late hundreds. He opened the door, <laughs> and he. He threw a dime into my bag, and that was it, and slammed the door. <laughs> so I had to split it with everybody. Better than a raisin pack. Hi, W-I-C-H. Hello, Stu. I got a ghost story that's real. Okay, okay don't scare us too much, because it's... <laughs> well, I lived on Talman Street in Norwich, <clears throat> and uh, there was uh, people upstairs from me, a family of like six people, and this place was really old, but anyway... Uh, there was a lot of banging and different noises, and sometimes when the whole family was gone, I would hear them walking up there. And so I knew that I saw them all leave, so I literally went upstairs to knock to see if somebody was up there that I didn't know and there was nobody there. And then they would tell me that they heard my water running because I lived alone and me, like, taking a shower in the tub when I wasn't even there. And I had two cats, and I'd come home, and the refrigerator door had been ajar, and food was like like children were in there. Food fight all over. Food everywhere. The cats eat the food. I had some kind of strange thing with the, the... I mean, this could be electrical. There was an old, old stove that came with that apartment, and it would literally... One of the burners would get red hot by itself. I could have it on low on the thing, and it would go on red hot. And one day I was on the phone with my mother, and I said, Ma, this place is crazy. I said, the burner, you know, comes on by itself, and it, you, you put it on low, and it gets hot. I said, I don't know if it's an electrical short. And all of a sudden, another burner, God is my judge and jury, another burner came on red hot. It never did that before. It was completely off when I was saying that. And did you run screaming from the room? Because that's what I would have done. <laughs> no, but I said, Ma, 
I got to move the paper towels because this, uh, they, they, they could have burnt the house down, whoever they are. So did you and uh, all kinds of things happened in there. I mean, I could feel them when I was sleeping around me. The couch got moved when I was sleeping on it. I don't know how the whole thing switched in the opposite direction when I woke up. And I don't remember doing that in my sleep. It was just really, really weird. And to top it off, a guy that I was talking to uh, knew another guy and said that he lived at the exact same apartment, and the stove did it to him, too. Oh. So did you live there a long time, or did you just get used to all these freaky things? Or? <laughs> I stayed there a year and a half, but I didn't really feel that much in danger. Mm. But I don't know what was happening with him or her or they. I felt like it was a man, and it was like a, it was like sort of a tormentor, but not where I felt in yeah, danger. Well, you know, but I, I don't like people. I don't like people messing with the stove. No, not unless you're going to cook. Unless he's going to cook a meal. Yeah, what, I'm what messing with it? the stove. Well, thanks for sharing that. I'm glad you got out of there safe. Me too. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. We have a couple more minutes with Ange and Halloween, uh, six days from Halloween. I used to have little countdowns, and uh, we bought, we always buy a lot of Kit Kats. Nobody comes Uh, to the house. You have to buy the, that's it, you buy the ones that you want to eat. We never get more than three or four kids, but I buy Um, bags of candy. We don't get (laughs) any. All month long. We don't get any now. It's, it's, so, um, oh, we got tons of calls coming in, a lot of goblins. Hi, W-I-C-H, hi. Hi, Stu. Hi. Zabba still have a guest, right? Yes, I do. When I was a young teenager, um, I came across the book, The Exorcist, Mm -hmm. and I read one sentence and was pretty grossed out, and that was the end of that. And then in New York, my college roommate brought me to see Alien Rocky Horror Picture Show. And Frankenstein, and that was the end of that relationship. I don't think that people who dwell or think about haunted things and ghosts and and that kind of stuff are constructive people. (laughs) And I'm very sorry, but that's how I feel. Okay. Bye. That's fine. Thank you. But that's the thing. It's not. It's not dwelling. I don't dwell on this constantly. I don't. Uh, it really doesn't freak me out because I I picture the actors and actresses rehearsing and right. all that. Right. And they're and they're yes. And it's not for everybody. And I and I get that. And I, certainly, that's that's wonderful. That's why I don't talk politics. I don't talk about yeah, ghosts not for and everybody. politics. You're smart. I mean, uh-huh. so I see some people in the horror film or movies and they hiding their head and then they want to go back and see it again. Right. So to some uh, people, it's like a roller coaster. It mm-hmm. is because it's it's safe and. And uh, there's nothing wrong with being frightened if it's safe. It's a way to the adrenaline to get going. Well, it's always fun when you come in. Is there any? Do you have any special Halloween story from when you were a kid? I really <laughs> only only one that's not a scary story. It's it's a this is this was a learning experience for me. I waited to the last minute, and I was young, seven maybe, to pick a costume. And my mom was a teacher. She worked hard and worked all day. She didn't have time to mess with my nonsense. I didn't know what I wanted to be. She would suggest something. No, I don't want to do that. No, it. So what happened? I missed tricks or treats that year. Ooh. And I cried. And it's ridiculous because it was my own darn fault. I should have picked out, you know, I was always costumes. I wear costumes now when I go do things. Well, you could have gone to the door with yourself. You know, I could have gone out, and, and I live in a neighborhood, I lived in a neighborhood out in um, Montville, out in Oakdale, where there were like seven or eight streets, kids in every house, 
candy at every house, you could go for hours with a pillowcase and come back with a stash. And uh, I did that to myself. So that's my Halloween story. Don't be pouty and petulant. Yeah. Just 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 come up with something, right? You can come up with something, yeah. We used to have kids that came twice. Ah, they try to switch out costumes. Oh, man, that was... And uh, sometimes, I mentioned earlier, uh, we had one kid that used to drive up to the door. And I think you're a little too old to be doing that, right? When you have your license? Yeah, yeah. I would think, unless he was just a And kid, then there were the ones kid. that came late, like after 9.30. And like, mm. No, lights off, no ding-dong. Uh, they're like, they're truck or treat, you know, okay, uh, bye. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, it's always a, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I mean, I, I, I talk all day next door, but it's, it's so much more fun to talk to you yeah, than myself. <laughs> we like to get goofy here. And um, <laughs> yes, listen, we we've all grown up with Halloween, and uh, most of my memories are pretty good from yeah. Halloween. And I don't take it. I, you know, I know there are religious people who don't celebrate, and that's fine. That's, that's fine, fine, too. too but I don't, I don't look at it as that kind of a, I'm not worshiping the devil. I am not a devil worshiper. No, I that's just a, like the fun part. And, people believe what they want to believe, right. but it's just supposed to be a lot of fun. And I remember when we, I came to the crossroads, well, I'm 13, 14, do I go out? Do I not uh, go out? Yeah. Big decisions. I went out. As long as you dress up, that's my rule. You can be, you can be, you can be, you can come to my house as long as you have a costume on. You will as long get as candy. I have a costume on. You will get candy too. Okay, mm-hmm. I've, Absolutely. I've got a green wig at home, so <laughs> will that be good enough? I might not know it's you. I might now that you told me, but yeah. Oh, right. Disguise your voice; it'll be fine. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Somebody, Angie, with our little Halloween get together for the second year in a row. We'll be right back.